Welcome to the Esteemed Life Podcast, where I talk about the remarkable resilience of women and how they have overcome challenges and obstacles in their lives. I will explore self-esteem, self-love, emotional intelligence, self-care, and confidence. I am your host, Michelle Hall, a certified Christian life coach and personal development strategist who help women of a mature age overcome and resolve negative childhood experiences. Let's get into today's episode. Hello, esteemed ones. In the last episode, I said I was going to explain how a coach can help you do your work. I also talked about doing the inner work and shared some of my experiences of doing my own work. You know, I think everyone has work to do in their lives to some degree. It may not always be deep work to reconcile something painful or traumatic. It could be the work necessary for continuous improvement and personal growth. Check out episode number two to learn more about doing your inner work. Before I talk about how a coach can help you do your work, I want to talk about what life coaching is and how it compares to other helping service providers, such as counselors, mentors, pastors, and consultants. A life coach is defined by the International Coaching Federation as one who partners with their client in a thought-provoking and creative process that inspires them to maximize their personal or professional potential. Coaching is a process that will help your client move through transition or conflict to find the ideal life or career. A coach is a professional who walks alongside their client to listen, support, guide, and help them to move forward through life challenges. A consultant is a professional who provides expert knowledge to an individual or an organization. Consulting is most often used when a company or individual needs outside expertise or direction. The key difference between coaching and consulting is that a coach pulls the answers out from within the client, while the the consultant tells the client what to do based on their expertise. It is not the coach's responsibility to tell the client where they need to go or specifically what they need to do. Most people hold their own answers inside of them And it is the coach's responsibility to ask the appropriate questions to help the client reach the answer that they already have inside of them. Counselors are professionals trained to diagnose problems in order to help clients resolve deep emotional and mental conflicts arising from past experiences and trauma. While coaches... Coaches mainly focus on how these experiences 
impact the client in the present day and help them to move forward in order to live a better life. A mentor is a leader or an expert in his field and is willing to commit time and energy to help someone else grow and develop their own expertise. A mentor works as an expert while a coach is a facilitator and assumes the client is best able to find direction and move forward. A pastor or minister guides an individual or group to adhere to a particular set of beliefs, values, and practices. Ministers or pastors are usually the figurehead of a particular religion or a spiritual path. Many who use the title of coach are often a combination of a coach, a consultant, and an advisor, depending on the services that they offer. For example, a health and wellness coach may offer traditional coaching, but they may also offer done-for-you workout routines and meal plans as part of their program and based on their expertise. As of right now, the coaching profession is not regulated by state or federal uh, guidelines in the U.S. So basically, anyone can call themselves a coach without having any training or certification. Unlike a counselor who has to have a certain amount of education and go through the state or federal licensing process in order to practice as a professional counselor. The International Coaching Federation, or ICF, is the leading global organization for coaching. The ICF has developed a set of coaching standards and core competencies for the coaching profession. Even though the ICF is not a governing body, many coaches use the ICF as their coaching framework for their professional standards. As I indicated in episode one, I am a certified Christian life coach. The coach training course that I took has been approved by the ICF and is based on the ICF core competencies and ethical and professional standards. Now, with all of that out of the way, let's look at how a coach can help their client do their work. The coach helps the client by facilitating forward movement to their desired results. This is accomplished in part by asking questions to explore, uncover, or draw out what is already inside of the client. It is imperative to ask the correct type of questions. It is not the coach's responsibility to give advice or lead the client in a specific direction. So it is very important to ask open-ended questions that allows the client to incorporate their own information into the answers. Good open-ended questions encourage your client to indulge in storytelling. They tell their own story. 
Open-ended questions also motivate action, uh, helps build trust, promote accountability, and enable the client to make their own choices. Part of the goal for the coach, at least for me, is to foster self-discovery and self-awareness. I have learned that most people are not self-aware, not really self-aware. A lack of self-awareness can manifest as having a defensive posture, not able to take criticism, uh, having poor decision-making skills, having a lack of empathy, having no accountability, and blaming others, just to name a few. We do, however, tend to be very much aware of what other people have going on. Come on now, let's be honest. How many times have you and I, I must include myself, looked at someone else and had their entire life evaluated and diagnosed in a hot minute? Come on, tell the truth, shame the devil. In our heads, we are saying things like, she got anger issues and she needs to get it in check. Or, "Mm, she needs to stop being a doormat. That man is running all over her. She ain't got no self-esteem. We've all done it. (laughs) We've all done it at some point in time. But the truth is, sometimes... People can see things in others that they cannot see in themselves. And this is the perfect example of how coaches can help their clients do the work. Coaches are objective. They observe their client and listen to the answers to those open-ended questions. The client reveals a lot about themselves and the coach continue to ask probing open-ended questions to help the client's self-awareness and self-discovery. Let's just be honest and admit that we do not like to look at ourselves at a deeper level. When someone approaches you and try to offer constructive criticism, how do you respond? Do you get angry? Are you thinking something like, I don't know what you're talking about. You need to get out of my face and leave me alone because you can't tell me nothing about myself. I know what I've got going on over here. Okay. Imagine the neck roll and the hand action for emphasis. But in reality, constructive criticism could be a great opportunity for you to take a look at what someone has said and evaluate yourself objectively to determine if it is true or not. It's not always an easy thing to do. But because we don't want to face our own shortcomings, we want to we want to act like we have everything under control. And even when we know we don't, we certainly don't want anybody telling us that we don't have everything under control. This is where a coach can come in and provide insight and different perspectives to help the client look deeper within themselves and draw out the answer that they need to move forward 
and make changes. Despite all of that, let me be perfectly clear that for a coach to truly help their client do their work, the client must be ready and willing to do the work. None of the other stuff works if the client is not ready or willing to do it. You can have a coaching client that is not ready for coaching, and that is okay. They may need counseling first to deal with or process past trauma. The ethical thing to do as a coach would be to terminate the coaching agreement until the client is ready for coaching. So if you are ready to do your inner work, I invite you to check out my new program, Journey to You. I will be launching this in the early part of 2023. This is a three-month program that helps women of a mature age resolve childhood hardships and hurts that they have never dealt with. And it is also a journey of self-discovery and self-awareness. I will have slots available for one-on-one coaching starting in January. I will share more about the program in the coming weeks. Until next time, thank you for joining me for this episode of the Esteemed Life Podcast. Please join my Facebook group where we have discussions on podcast topics and other inspirational content. You can find the group at www.facebook.com slash groups slash the esteemed ones. Share this episode with a friend and come back to join me next week for another inspirational episode. And remember, life can get better. You just have to do the work. Thank you.